This is Rock Cape Town's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in today, and we hope this sermon brings life to you. Here's today's message. Today, my topic will be encounter with God. I want to talk about the encounter with God. Encounter with God. We're going to be looking at the importance of us encountering God, not hearing about God, but hearing from God. We want to hear from God. I believe you are watching us, you also want to hear from God. It is important when you hear from God, to hear from someone who knows everything, who knows the end from the beginning. He knows the end from the beginning. If I read from the book of Psalms, it says that my heart says of you, this is David, seek his face, your face, Lord, I will seek. It is time that we seek his face, we seek the face of the Lord, and we know that our breakthrough will come when we seek his face, when we see his face. As we are speaking about encountering God, let's remember one thing that uh, the Bible puts it clear if we read from the book of John chapter 4, reading from verse 24. It talks about um, God being the spirit. We're going to be reading from John chapter 4, 24. God is spirit, the source of life, yet invisible to mankind, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. From Amplified Bible, John 4, verse 24. Now, let's remember that we can only encounter God in the spirit. That means in the realm of the spirit, not in the natural uh, the Bible said, though we walk in the flesh or we walk in the natural, but our warfare is not in the flesh, but it is in the spirit. So it is important that we understand the importance of encountering God, the importance of going to him, seeking as David is saying, your face I will seek. That means we enter into the spiritual realm so that we may encounter God. Um, the reason why sometimes we tend to miss God and miss even our breakthrough and even miss his voice is because we are not in the spirit. It is important that we be in the spirit, encountering God in the spirit, especially this time around when we have a lot of trouble around us, when people are scared, when people are troubled, it's time that we encounter God. Remember that God is always available in the spirit. He is always available. We go to him. Remember, we cannot say God will come to us when we are in the natural. He will come to us in the spirit. That's where God is. He is the spirit. He is not in the natural like us. If simfuna fumana, we will find God in the spirit. In your troubles, you will find God in the spirit. And uh, if we read, it says that um, yet invisible to mankind. Remember, we as mankind, we are in the natural world. That means we cannot see God with our natural eyes. We have to be in the spirit. We have to be in the spirit to be connected to him. If we are not in the spirit, we are so disconnected from him. The only way we're connected to God is when we are in the spirit. That's the very reason why if we read from the book of uh, Galatians chapter 5, uh, we're reading from verse 22. In fact, starting from verse 12, verse um, 16 through to verse 22. The Bible that speaks about the flesh and the spirit, walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. And if you're walking in the spirit, you are connected to him. You are connected to God. But if you walk in the flesh, you are not connected to him. You can never be connected to him if you walk in the flesh. 
we have a choice as a children of God whether to walk in the flesh or to walk in the spirit. We know all the things that will happen to us when we walk in the flesh, but when we walk in the spirit, we know that spirit is life. The Bible puts it clear in the book of Romans chapter 8 that the spirit gives life, but the flesh brings about corruption. So we walk in the spirit in order to have that life. If we read here again, uh, John chapter 4, reading from verse 24, it says, Yet invisible to mankind, as invisible to us, we want him to be visible all the time. If God is visible to us all the time, we feel secure. As we feel secure, we are able to walk in victory because we feel secure. Because of his presence. His presence is important to us more than anything. And if we... Read it says he is the source of life, the source of life. The reason why we go to him and we be in the spirit is because of that very life that we want. He is the source of life. We want life because it is in the spirit. That's why we have to dwell in the spirit in order for us to benefit from the life that he gives. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So Chico Apa is not compromising. He's not saying, I will understand if you are in the flesh. He doesn't understand if you are in the flesh. He understands that you need to be in the spirit in order to connect to him. He is the source of life. I want us to quickly go to the book of Galatians chapter 5, 16. It says, I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. For us to be in the spirit, it helps us not to fulfill the lust of the flesh. That means we are able to live the life that is full of spirit than living the life that is fleshy. So it is important for us as the children of God that we find ourselves in the spirit. That's the only way we can conquer sin, we can uh, run from sin, run away from the youthful desire. It's when we walk in the flesh, in the spirit, not in the flesh. That means if we're at the right place in the spirit, the devil has limited access or has no access to us. That's why we have to be at the right place. If you remember, we spoke a lot about Brother Job who was in the spirit all the time. The Bible speaks about the hedge of protection around him. And if you look at that hedge of protection around him, it was all about the presence of God. It was not a physical hedge of protection that we will see. It was about the presence of God. That's why the devil could not have an access to him because he was surrounded by God. Let's be like David and say, my heart says to you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Let's seek his face today and we are safe in the presence of the Lord. We will always be safe. So it says, uh, Galatians chapter 5, 16, I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Be connected. It is important that we be connected. You know, sometimes if you are disconnected from God, you are walking in the flesh, you even uh, sometimes doubt even his existence. We'll learn from um, the, the book of Judges here that uh, if you have not walked with God, if you have never had, not just once, but have encounter all the time with him, it actually affects the way you perceive God, the way you see God, you even doubt God, you even doubt even the things that God has done for you. I know all of us, as we're listening here, there are things that we know that God has done for us. The God uh, took us out of trouble sometimes. He was there for us when we needed him. But the moment you dwell in the flesh, you forget all of those things. They disappear from your memory. That's why we always have to be in the spirit. I want us to look at uh, the book of Judges. Let's quickly go to the book of Judges. Let's learn from uh, Gideon. There. If you look at Gideon, um, 
he had an encounter with God and that encounter was so important because it came at the point when they needed God. You know, this is a time as a country, this is a time as a nation when we need God. That's why we cannot afford to run away from God. We must always be available, we must always be found where God is in his presence so that you may see his salvation. You know, the salvation of the Lord will come from the spirit. It will come in the spiritual realm, not in the natural. Now, if you look at the story of Gideon here, it was a time when uh, Gideon, were Gideon and the Israelites and they were harassed, they were oppressed by the Midianites, and um, things were not going well. Economically, they were not doing well. They, they will plant and have all their crop, but the, uh, the, the Midianites will come and loot everything they had. They will come all the time, and Gideon was kind of doubting if God was there. You know why? Because Gideon never had an encounter with God. It was his great-grandfathers who were telling him the stories about God. You don't, you cannot live from stories. You have to, you can live only from an encounter with God. What sustains your life is when you have that encounter with God. The stories are good to hear about the goodness of the Lord, but you must actually see the goodness of the Lord. You must actually encounter the goodness of the Lord. Otherwise, your life will never change. And you must have that all the time. It is your choice to encounter God all the time. Remember, when Jesus left, he said, I will send you another comforter. I will not leave you alone. I will send you another comforter, and he will live in the inside of us. God lives in the inside of us. We can encounter him all the time. We can encounter him in our sleep. We can encounter him when we're walking in our workplace. We can encounter him because he is a God who is everywhere. He lives in the inside of us. Now, I want us to read that Gideon, when he, when, he, when he encountered God, everything changed. His life changed. The lives of the people around him changed because of that encounter. Now, if we read uh, chapter 6, reading from verse 3, we're going to read from New King James Version. Gideon said to him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us. Oh, look at this. He's even doubting if the Lord is with us. Don't get to that point where you are even doubting God if he is with you. The reason why you're doubting him is because of your proximity to him, of where you are. Remember, God is not moving. He is where he is. We have to go to him in the spirit, in the spiritual realm. So, in this case, this gentleman is saying, God, where are you? Where can I see you? Because now it doesn't make sense that all these things are happening to us and people are harassing us, but our great-grandfathers were saying you are our God. So he needed that encounter. If already it says, why then has all this happened to us? You may identify with Gideon sometimes when things are happening to you, bad things. Maybe when you are missing some things in your life, maybe you're trusting God for something. But Gideon here, he's saying, where are all your miracles that our fathers told us about? Remember, he never experienced those miracles. He never experienced God's presence. He had stories. So he said, did not, did, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? He's asking, didn't you bring us up from Egypt? He did all of us. He brought us out of the misery of sin. He brought us here to enjoy life. He brought us that we may have life and have it more abundantly as we read from the book of John chapter 10. 10. He has brought us we here. 
But being here means that we must seek his face all the time. That means we must have encounter with him all the time. But now the Lord has forsaken us. He will never forsake us. Let's remember if you read from the beginning of the book of Judges, you'll understand it's the Israel, uh, Israels who forsook God. It's them who run away from God. God sent judges whenever these guys were sinning, whenever these guys were doing their own things, worshipping other gods, God will send the judges and put them online. So in this regard, um, Gideon is mistaken to say that God has forsaken them. God will never forsake all of us here. He will never forsake you. He will never forsake you. He is not a God on Jalo. He will always look after you. He will always avail himself when you come to him. Remember the Bible says uh, those who seek salvation must come to him and he will give them salvation. So Gideon here, the first thing is that he never had an encounter with God but his life was about to change because he allowed God to change his life. That's what we got to do. Go into his presence and allow him to change the way we see things and allow him to change the way we see life. He was all complaining guy and, and a coward who was not even willing to fight the Midianites. But we know that when God showed up, everything changed. Because when we find ourselves in the presence of the Lord, things change. The Bible says, draw near to him, he will draw near to you. It's not the other way around. You don't wait and say, God, come to me. No, you draw near to him. It is a call. God is always calling whoever comes, whoever shall our lives will change when we avail ourselves to, to, to him. If we read uh, chapter 6, verse 12, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him. This is the presence, this is the first encounter that he had and said to him, the Lord is with you. Now, this was the presence of the Lord. The Lord was telling Gideon that, you know, I'm coming to visit you. I want to show you what can happen in my presence. The Lord is with you. You are mighty man of Villa. And God said that I will reveal you as a mighty man of Villa, I will change you. The presence of God changes us. Remember, Gideon was a coward and he was afraid of the Midianites. He will easily hand over all the wheat he harvested. But when God said, you're the mighty man of Villa, something changed. That means when we're in the presence of the Lord, something changes. Our lives will change. That means God will, 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 will change us and change us from being coward and to being the one who's more than conquerors. Remember the Bible says that we are more than conquerors through him. That means if we are in his presence, we are more than conquerors through him, we overcome. So Gideon allowed God to transform him. He allowed him to change him that he may deliver the nations. We are here for this nation, South Africa, our nation. And if we go to, in, to, to his presence, we will change this nation. We will be an asset to our nation. Gideon was an asset to the Israelites. Why? Because he allowed God to change him. Remember, even his background did not matter to God. If you read here, he complained about his background, that he was the youngest, and nobody really took him, took Gideon seriously. But God took him seriously. In the presence of the Lord, God takes us seriously. That's where he changes us. It's not about who we are. It's about what God can do through us. Because it's about the ability that he gives us. When the Bible says, when the Spirit of God come upon you, you shall receive power. This is a power that we can get from the presence of the Lord to change our situation, to change how 
the country, to change how people perceive God. Those people must see God from us. He is a good God. We must be in his presence. So Gideon here, if we read verse 12, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you. You are my man of Villa. From now you are changing. You are in my presence. Things are changing. You are changing. I am changing you. Remember when uh, Saul was, was, was persecuting the church and he was killing the Christians. But when he had an encounter with God, everything changed. His name changed. When we, when we encounter God, things change. What has happened with him? People look at, uh, at, at, at Paul, who was Saul, and said, no, it cannot be him because he was changed by God. You can never be the same if you encounter God in his presence. Remember that change, we do not need just a once-off change, once-off encounter. We need that encounter all the time. It changes us all the time. It gives us power. It gives us ability that we need all the time in order to live this life. So Gideon allowed or Gideon accepted the invitation, the divine invitation to the supernatural, to the realm of the spirit. That's why things changed. If you, if you look at the breakthrough that the Israelites needed, it was not in complaining. It was not in any way. It was in God. It was in the presence of God. Gideon needed to be in the presence of God in order for him to bring the breakthrough. The breakthrough that we want as a country, we want as a nation, and the breakthrough that we want uh, for our families, for our friends, it's in the presence of God. Nobody will change our lives except God. He is the one who can only change our lives. The Bible said that um, curses the man who puts his trust in another man, but blesses the man who puts his trust in God. We ought to put our trust in God. When things are not happening our way, we run to him all the time. Let's be like uh, the lady who had the blood issue, who had an encounter with Christ. And people who were around Christ did not know him, but this woman knew that this is Christ. If I encounter this man, my life will change. And her life changed. God has a plan for our lives. He had a plan for Gideon. He had a plan. He had plans to, to, to help the Israelites out of their misery. And he used Gideon. He has a plan for our lives. And God has already planned the breakthrough. That's why we ought to allow him and be in his presence. It can never happen in the flesh. The encounter with God must happen all the time. We must have that encounter all the time because God wants us to live in his presence. He wants to fellowship with us all the time. That's why David said early in the morning, will I seek your face? I will seek your face early in the morning, Lord. Why? Because David knew that if I go seek God first, that this will change how I see other things. This will change how I see the day. This will change how I see my friend. My friends, this will change how I see my business. If I can just see God in the morning, if I can just have an encounter with him, I will have a different picture altogether. It is important that we have that different picture when we encounter God. That's why David said, I choose the morning because if I see him, I know that my days will be better. It's still important for us as children of God to do that, to choose God, to give God uh, that very first fruit in the morning of seeing him before we see any other thing. Seeing God before we hear those bad news, hear those good news, see that business, uh, finish that project. If we can just see God, 
that will help us. It is important that Gideon allowed God to change his life. Remember when Gideon allowed God, the first thing he changed, remember he was a coward, but the following day Gideon woke up and went to the, the, the place where they were worshipping, the Israelites were worshipping, there was an altar and he destroyed the altar of Baal there. Didn't, he did not doubt, he said, because he had an encounter with God and that changed his life. So he was no more a coward. He said, I'm going to destroy this altar. Let's remember that he knew the consequences of destroying the altar of Baal, where people were trusting Baal and nobody could come close to that because it was their hope. But Gideon, when he had an encounter with God, he went the following day and destroyed the altar and things changed. People came back to God. This is what we want to happen in our country, destroying those altars, all those strongholds, and see the salvation of the Lord. This is what we want. We want to see the salvation of the Lord. So when Gideon had an encounter with God, his destiny changed. God wants to change our destiny, and the only way that he can change our destiny is not when we live in the natural, but when we live in the spirit, our destiny will change. David had lots of challenges when he was promised that he was going to be a king. He had lots of challenges and he chose that he will live in the presence of God. There's a, there's a scripture where he says that um, I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of the Lord because he knew that, you know what, if I live in his presence, my life will be better. Our lives will be better if we live in the presence of God. I know some people are thinking already that if I have enough money, if I can make 80,000 runs, if I can make this amount of money per month, I will be happy. You know what? You are so deceived if you think that material things will make you happy. They will surely make your life easy. They will make your life convenient, but not give you joy. Joy comes from the Lord. God gives us joy. He gives us life Life is not about money. Life is about what God gives us. Life is about God sustaining us. It's about God. If you remember uh, two weeks back, we, we read from uh, the Psalms 24 where David spoke about, uh, 23, David spoke about the shepherd, that the shepherd will give me the life that I need. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He said, my soul will run over. He restores my soul. Money can never do that. Material things, your job can never do that. But the presence of the Lord will help you. Your presence of the Lord will give you life. The life you can never buy. The life you can never get from material things. So the life of Gideon and the Israelites changed. Why? Because of the presence of the Lord. My brother, my sister, if you are listening today, I want to tell you about the importance of the encounter with God, encountering God, not just once, all the time, not just once. David, in, in fact, Paul said that uh, the reason why I'm living, that I may know him. That means all the time I seek him, I seek him, all the time I wake up, I seek him, because all I want to know is him, Christ, and the power of his resurrection. So Paul understood that, you know what, I found his presence. If you look at, at the scripture, you will understand that Paul was not a poor man. He had everything when he was sold. But when he found Christ, he said, I found life. I found the Messiah. I want to know him. When he went back to the people who were wise, the Romans who were wise, he said, you guys, I know you know everything. You are wise, but I am coming here not for wisdom. I'm coming here for the power of Christ. What is important is the power of Christ that can change 
your life. Can we be like that as a children of God and say, we are here not for wisdom, we are here not for money. Money may ca can come. Wisdom, we welcome. But what is important, it is the presence of the Lord. It's encountering God. It is important that you encounter God. During these difficult times, people are depressed. Uh, if you open TV, if you uh, open your Facebook, you read or you open any news uh, channel, you hear about all bad things, about people who are sick and, and all of that. But let's seek the presence of the Lord today. Let's be not like Gideon who said, Lord, where are your miracles? His miracles are in his presence. Those miracles are in the presence of the Lord. Let's forget about the stories, uh, what we've been told about God. Let's go find out ourselves today. Let's go find out what God is capable of doing if we are in his presence. He is a good God. He is God who can be trusted. I want to tell you today that God can be trusted. He can be trusted as long as you are found in his presence. You know, it's like being at the right place at the right time. Isn't those very demanding? Because you are at the right place. Gideon found himself at the right place and he did all the right things. And guess what? The Israelites were free. They were delivered. The enemies were defeated. Today we're going to defeat our enemies if we allow God to live in the inside of us and speak to us. If we allow God to take control of our lives, if we allow God to lead us, the Bible speaks about the Holy Spirit who will lead you in all truth, who will show you things to come. This is the presence of God. And he showed Gideon what to come. Remember, if we read the story of Gideon as we are closing today, the Bible tells us that God was telling them how to fight the battle. That Gideon, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go fight these guys, and this is how you're going to overcome these guys. And because God knows everything, he knows the end from the beginning. So Gideon had an advantage. When the enemy were planning, and they were planning that, you know, these guys, we're going to kill them, we're going to do that. God was far ahead, and he gave all the instructions to Gideon, revelations to Gideon. Remember, the presence of God is all about revelation. It's all about revealing things that are not yet, we cannot see, because they are not yet. God revealed that, you know, Gideon, this is how you're going to fight these guys. Gideon had a plan. He said, we're going to fight these guys. I'm going to get every soldier I can get. And God said, no, 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 no. We're not going to do it this way. We're going to do it my way. And, say, and said to him, this is how you're going to cut down all this weight and the people who are not going to fight but we're going to bring just few people because this battle I know it's mine it's not yours so God already gave him a perfect plan when the enemy was planning they didn't know that God had the perfect plan so Gideon was surprised by what God was revealing to him because God knows the end from the beginning he knows everything he knows that tomorrow that we are not yet there. He knows everything. He knows even the business that you are running. He knows the breakthrough. He knows which button to press. He knows where to go. So he knows everything. That's why his presence brings about revelation. And we need that revelation. As the children of God, we ought to live by revelation. Not by surprises. Not saying that we're going to accept whatever comes our way. But by revelation when God reveals and he reveals the truth. That's why the Holy Spirit will do to us. The Bible says that the Spirit of God who will tell you things to come. He is the Spirit who will 
show us things to come. And I believe that the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. I know that um, if you guys, you were listening to news and listening to all the projections about how is this uh, COVID-19 going to kill many people and all, but we did not see those numbers now. Why? Because people were just guessing. They were giving projections. Of course, learned people, they will do that all the time because that's what they've learned. But what we see, it's something different. We don't see a lot of people dying. We see a very low death rate to compare to other countries. Why? Because our God is good. He said that it's not going to happen to us. We're standing as a church and say, we're not going to see many people dying. And it's happening. God is good. As long as we go into his presence and cry out to him. Remember the Bible says that if we cry out to him, those who seek salvation, you call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. We do that in the presence of the Lord. We call upon his name all the time. I know at this, at this time, they will perhaps think that maybe... Uh, we should not pray. Things will just happen and all. But prayer is so important. When we pray, he moves when we go and plead for mercy. We continue to pray. We continue to cry out to God and say, Lord, save our country. Because if you read again uh, from the book of, I think it's the book of Jeremiah. In fact, it's the book of Ezekiel. Where God is saying, I sought for um, for, for someone to stand in the gap for my people. And I found none. I'm praying that today, Utikwa, when he's looking, he may find us pleading for the people, pleading for our city, pleading for the nations, that we may not be destroyed, that we may see the salvation of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. We're going to pray today as we are closing. I'm going to pray with the guys who are watching, those who have fear. Remember, in the presence of the Lord, fear is gone. There is no fear in his presence. The Bible says that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, and of sound mind. We did not receive that spirit of fear. I want to pray for the guys here who are afraid. Maybe you're afraid for your family who are infected, or maybe for your family who are unemployed, but we cannot live in fear. We live in the presence of God. And the true love that is the love of God removes all fear. It removes all fear. Today, I want to pray for you. Father God, we pray for those who are afraid. We pray, Lord, that that fear will be taken away. It will be replaced by faith. It will be replaced, Lord God Almighty, by sound mind. Let it be replaced by sound mind in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray even for our members, Almighty God, that, Father God, you will strengthen them. Give them strength, Lord. Let them be strengthened in the Lord. We pray, Lord, that they be like David and stand up and say, I'm going to fight. I am not going to give up. David said, I will not give up until I see the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living. I pray that you will see the goodness of the Lord. The Lord is good. You will see the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living. I want to pray for those people today. If you are perhaps watching us for the first time, you've joined, you've joined, you perhaps have joined us in the past and you're joining us, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to pray for you. It begins then. It all begins by opening your heart for Jesus. But we are song and now. When you open your heart for Jesus, he will come and dine with you. If you read from the book of Revelation, chapter 3, 20, it says, here I stand at the door and knock. If anyone will hear my voice, I will come and dine with him and he will dine with me. 